18-16 in the fourth set. Long Beach State men's volleyball was trailing UCLA in Poly Pavilion 18-16 in the fourth set of the national championship on Saturday night. And now the NCAA national championship trophy is in the Walter Pyramid for the first time in two decades. What up, Long Beach? <laughs> Welcome back to a very special episode of the LB Fee Show, usually featuring Athletics Director Andy Fee, but today it's featuring national champions. This is this is a commemorative podcast. I don't think that there's ever been a commemorative podcast in history, but uh, call this number now for your commemorative podcast. We are going to be joined by national champions on the playing side and the coaching side from that national championship men's volleyball team. As always, this show is hosted by the562.org. That is me, JJ Fiddler, and him, Mike Garbasio, the co-editors and co-founders. <laughs> but we were uh, we were feeling like part of the family on Saturday night, as the entire city of Long Beach should have, because it felt like the entire city of Long Beach was either in Poly Pavilion or watching that match or feeling the repercussions of the first national championship for Long Beach State since 1998. Well, I don't know if I felt like I was part of the team's family, but it definitely felt like a family reunion in that you and I, I feel like, just spent an hour saying hi to people after it was <laughs> after it was yeah. over. Because you mentioned it. The mayor was there. The university president was there. Uh, the Poly Pavilion was really, I mean, there's over 7,000 7, people there, at least 3,000 Long Beach people. It was awesome to see so many people there to celebrate such a historic moment. We've been covering this school for 10 years, Mike. That's 10 full men's volleyball teams that have come through here. So when you saw all those guys in the crowd, it really did look like a family reunion. The match in and of itself is one of the best we've seen. Five-setter, comeback. I mean, like I said, 18-16 in the fourth. There was definitely a feeling in that building from the Bruin crowd that they were they were ready to celebrate, what is it, like 50th national championship that they've won? They have a few over it there. It would have been the 116th for UCLA. <laughs> and it's the, it's the fifth for Long Beach State, all in volleyball. Men's volleyball won in 91 and 2018. Women's volleyball in 89, 93, and 98. A special time to be sure. We can't wait to bring you interviews with the coaches and players. But first, got to talk about this week at the beach. Yeah, a lot going on this week for the teams that are left because there's not that many after those Big West Conference championships. Last Summer week rears week its beautiful head, JJ. Oh, it's a coming, Mike. <laughs> Long Beach State Dirtbags, after their sweep win at UC Riverside, kind of turning that thing around it after, after a tough day, or it's a tough weekend, excuse me, at uh, Bull Diamond at Blair Field. They're going to be back in town hosting UC Santa Barbara. That's really going to be the first time that uh, Long Beach fans are going to be together after the national championship at a big event here on campus or in the surrounding area. So that should be a lot of fun there on Friday night at 6 o'clock, 2 o'clock on Saturday, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Number 17, Softball also won their series last week at UC Davis and they're going to be uh, they're going to be on the road I believe. Yeah, they're going to be at CSUN uh, Friday and Saturday, so they're not doing that Sunday. They're doing the doubleheader on Friday. And then women's golf today and then Tuesday and Wednesday, we're recording this on Monday in the Walter Pyramid. They're going to be at the NCAA Regional in San Francisco. Follow longbeachstate.com for those results and track and field ending their Big West season at the Big West Championships at Northridge as well. So you can find all of that information at longbeachstate.com. We are joined by a couple of national champions, guys. Kyle Ensing, TJ DeFalco, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, dude. Thank you. How are you guys feeling physically? Uh, I mean, 
You're not really thinking about that. I mean, you're just thinking about the national champ. <laughs> um, what, uh, what, what's, just give us, we're recording this Monday morning. Get, just give us a, some kind of a little window into what the last 36 hours of your life has been like. We saw there was the sort of welcome back party with a police escort at EJ Malloy's. What was uh, Saturday night and Sunday like for you guys? Well, to be honest, for me, I was still expecting to prepare for two teams this week and practice Monday. Uh, <laughs> it, just, it just hasn't really set in yet. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an unreal feeling to think about the uh, season's done. Um, and we came out on top of it, so I mean, it's it's kind of a trip to think about, but nothing but good thoughts from now on. Kyle, what what about you? What'd you do Saturday after you guys got home? No, I mean, it was more just like be with the team and yeah. uh, my family. Uh, it was it was an awesome experience. It was crazy to get like a police escort. You know, it was pretty <laughs> it's pretty awesome experience. But what about the phones? Those yeah. phones must have just been blowing up on Saturday night, and then obviously Sunday morning as well. People I haven't talked to in three years, like, oh hey, congrats, all this yeah. stuff. I was like, oh thanks. Like, you gotta say, uh, new phone, who dis? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What uh, so you guys got? I saw you guys got to cut out, you know, pieces of the net. You got the little individual trophies. You got very nice watches from the NCAA. Where's all of your swag right now? I mean, have you, have you already figured out places you're going to put it up? Is it just thrown in a corner? What did you do with all the stuff you came home with? Uh, I took a I took a ride home with my family and just put it all up on my walls at home. You know, it's, it's already up there. Oh yeah, it's that's up awesome. There, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the walls, TJ. Yes, uh, up on top of my dresser, right in front of my TV. I can't even play Xbox without looking at it. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Always in mind, for sure. Yeah. Was there something about Saturday night in particular after the match that surprised you? Maybe an emotion or, or, or something that happened that you never thought could be a thing, and then all of a sudden, like, the shot of you guys picking up the trophy on that floor, I got a, a video of it. I never thought I'd get that video. Mm. I never thought I'd see Long Beach State lifting that trophy up in the air. Was there a moment where you guys were like, I never thought this was going to be a thing? I don't know about never. Maybe a far-reached thought and really like a lot of work to get somewhere. Um, I, I mean, I for sure thought about it, obviously, with getting to the f f uh, semifinal last two years, but ne not necessarily never thought about it, but it was going to take a lot of work, and so I was just very, like, happy that it had happened. Was there a sense of relief? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the sense of relief comes with, like, oh, like, we did it, but then it still feels like the season's not over. So I just, just, with, that, just with that mentality that we had for months now, it's just a, just another match and just keep it going, all that stuff. So that, that still is, like, ingrained in my mind. You're a volleyball but, meathead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if I were you, I would be like, I'm not going to look at a volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What, um, you know, we, we'll talk to the coaches about this when we have them on, but you guys, TJ, you mentioned it. You guys are so sort of focused on point by point. It's a lot of points to go from the fall up to the national championship. Um, what is that exact moment like? I saw you went and hugged uh, head coach Alan Knipe. Kyle, I saw you were in the mix with everyone. What was that, that moment like? The You know, you see Nick's swing, the ball hits the ground. What's that first moment like that you realize, okay, we did it? You know, we, we don't have to talk yeah. about – the moments in between now, it actually happened and we're national champions. I mean, it was just, like, overwhelming. Like, you think of, like, all the hard work you put in with the team. It's like your second family. It's it's pretty, like, overwhelming of, like, what you accomplish. And it's just an exciting feeling. TJ, what did you, what did you and uh, and Alan have to say to each other in that <laughs> moment when you... <laughs> uh, it was just a lot of, uh, we did it, a lot of other words that... <laughs> Um, just you know, it was just excitement and just you know it, the the some feeling. podcast friendly language and yeah. some not podcast it was friendly just, language. You know, we did it and uh, all the work that we'd put in for months prior, um, even into the fall, all the stuff that we did and stuff over like taking winter classes and you know and, and lifting every single day and watch the amount of film we watched stuff. It was just like we did it for this reason, and so it was uh, it was like a it was like a relief feeling, I guess you could say, but it was just like you know 
that is exactly what we put in so we got out of it did you guys dvr the game i mean it's on espn i think i've watched it a couple times did you dvr have you had a chance to watch it yet uh yeah <laughs> yeah. Right when I got home, my mom was like, "You want to watch it?" I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." Yeah. <laughs> what was it, what was that experience? I mean, what's it like watching it? It's just such a huge emotional moment. Yeah. And then, are you able to kind of step back and see it, or are you just seeing yeah. it through your eyes the whole time you're watching I, it, it? It like still doesn't like feel real. I mean, like, I know we we won. It's just still hasn't like hit. You know, like it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Feeling. Well, um, LB Nation looked incredible on television. It was a smaller group, obviously. But much better looking, I'd say. <laughs> um, you, uh, you guys got a chance to look at those clips and stuff like that. C- could you tell how rabid that fan base was during the match? Could you like feel their energy? Oh no, for sure. I, everyone like because every every point there's about ten seconds in between serves where you get the chance to just kind of breathe and decompress a little bit, and then just look around and it's like it's it's close, pretty close to 50-50 in there yeah. with fan base. And Felt so that like that it. was un- yeah, well yeah, obviously it was a little more skewed than that but 50 it felt like we were just as loud as those guys were and so it was it was so cool to see how many people came out and and supported it we're just going at it from the fan like the student section side they were just going at it with the other student section side. i don't know why they put them right next to each other yeah. but, i mean they were they, they, we, we felt their energy for sure so uh lindy zamora who's your guys's uh, media representative and i were sitting on that end we we're sitting right in front of the student section one of the funniest things to me was as it as you guys went up i think 1311 or something the security guards came and there was about three rows of them in front of the long beach state students and i was kind of laughing with lindy and i was like they are not keeping any of those people (laughs) off the floor you know some of those guys are like are on the team you know i mean some of the people are there and then and then you guys have had a legitimate student section i think for the first time i've seen with anything other than men's basketball we're like there are a couple hundred, you know, students yeah. at every match. What did it mean like for you guys to turn and see all those people rushing the court? I mean, that's obviously not something a lot of volleyball teams get to experience yeah. Um, yeah. to celebrate on the court like that. <laughs> for me, it was kind of funny because I, as soon as soon as we got the last point, I turned around, looked at our like our parents and, and crowd, and then I went straight to him, and then I turned around and there was like. Th- 50 people. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even see the rushing happen. I turned around and I was like, oh, okay. All these people are jumping. I'm going to yeah. go get in there. That was the, that was the first thing I said to my wife when we watched it on television. I, we, we saw you went and hugged coach knife and I go, that's so funny that the student section got to the celebration before TJ did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, uh, the celebration on the court was incredible. Some pretty cool pictures as well. I saw TJ, uh, you and Tyler Hildebrand hugged, and that's so, that was such a moment for me because the first team I covered here was that men's team that went to that Final Four with Tyler leading the way. And to see him hugging you was like – it was like the whole family won. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just wanted to go around and be like, good job by you. Good job by you. Just <laughs> well, anybody wearing black and gold. You know, JJ and I are laughing. We go down the hallway and David Lee and Dusty Watner in there, and it really was between him, and th- those guys, and Tyler. It really did feel like the entire program was there to, you know, be there for the national championship with you guys. Yeah, yeah just, so just talk about seeing those faces after the match. Did, they, did their faces look different? You know what I mean? The, yeah. the guys that you've known and, and looked up to for the, for yeah. so many years. So I've, I've known Tyler for six or seven years now. Just he, he was coaching me back when I was 14, 15, 16, all the way through club pretty much. And so just knowing how much he, uh, how, like how much work he put into this program before he left was like he, well, he's obviously family. Um, and so he's a big part of this program, and he's, he helped us get to the past. Um, semifinals and stuff like that so it was just like you know we did it man like we did it like all the stuff that we've been working on for the past six years or whatever finally paid off and then the, so embracing him was definitely special for me because we, we I mean we talk so much about volleyball because he's he's a volleyball head too um, he's always in it and so just sharing that with him was pretty cool 
Um, so uh, I know I, I was commiserating with Coach Knight because I think on his way from the bus to EJ Malloy's, I think 17 people told him, go do it again next year. And I, and I told him, I promise I won't do that to you. But you guys next year are going to have one of the most anticipated men's volleyball seasons, you know, maybe in NCAA history with five All-Americans back. And you get to host the Final Four in your building. Um, how excited are you guys about that, that that crowd and that energy is going to be here for, you know, for your guys' last matches at Long Beach State? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, all I'm going to say is we're going to need more seats in here. Nice. <laughs> 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 yeah. Start working on it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to need more seats. Uh, yeah, the NCAA Championships Committee is already meeting to talk about 2019. I'm sure, uh, given that the attendance just for Saturday's match was almost 7,500 people, uh, I'm sure that's the first thing they're going to be talking about. JJ and I will bring a couple, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have any bleachers, but I do have some <laughs> lawn chairs uh, we can set up you know over by the snack stand yeah you gotta call the grand prix and get those uh get those stanchions out no here. that's yeah. probably exactly i believe it was the grand prix stands that were here for the north carolina basketball game right? yeah and, and they so, used them at uh, george allen field for a while too yes so yeah i'm sure we'll, we'll I, I promise both of you jj and i'll work on it right. we'll, get some, right, more, we'll get some more seating in here okay, okay? but uh tj defalco kyle ensign congratulations guys national championship uh the dream i know since you guys are probably young um, congratulations again from us, and uh, in, enjoy the next uh, – well, we know you're busy already. You guys are reporting the national team later this week. Uh, enjoy that. Have fun, and, uh, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Cool. Thanks. Thank you so much. Do you want to relive that national championship win? Yes, please. I think we all do, and you can do so right now at the562.org. We have got the full recap videos photos we're going to have behind the scenes features coming out all week you can find that on the website and while you're on the website please click the subscribe button at the top right the 562.org is for long beach and by long beach and we need you to support it so we can keep supporting these incredible teams here in the city long beach state is 1-0 in national championships since the 562.org launch enough said just saying Super excited to welcome on uh, a couple of national championship coaches and coaches of the year, Alan Knipe, head coach of the Long Beach State men's volleyball team, Nick McRae, uh, associate head coach. Guys, congratulations. Uh, and same question we had for the players, just what what's the last 36 hours been like for you guys inside of what I'm sure must feel like a whirlwind? <laughs> well, it, it's, it's certainly gratifying and special. It's... Uh, Man, it's a culmination of a lot of work and in the, in the end of a process that I've talked to you guys about um, a lot, at least for this group. And, you know, you feel like uh, being a parent, I think you, you, can, you can compare it a little bit to just sitting back and being incredibly proud of your, of your kid's performance or getting an award or whatever it might be because, um, you know, you're emotionally attached. So sitting back, to me, the, sitting back and watching the celebration – after that, I had a great perspective. The TV crew um, pulled me over to do an interview. Um, and, and in other words, I got to leave all the celebration and uh, <laughs> sit out on the side of the court with the headset on it, answering more questions. And uh, But I had a great Which is your favorite view. part of your job. With, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Except for this one. This one's <laughs> But in reality, this, I had a, it ended up giving me a great view of just sitting there being a, a spectator to watching all the emotion that was going on and all the love and uh and and all the, the just the pure joy that was coming out of it and what a great what a great visual that was and you know being the head coach and be able to see that and it, i felt like purely just like a, a proud dad nick same thing i mean you were you were in the mix there in the celebration i, I saw nick, you nick didn't have to go to the sideline waving yeah. that hat around <laughs> looking oh, awesome man. i was yelling at the top of my lungs <laughs> held everything in and then it happened and yeah, literally just embraced the coaches, and we had kind of a group hug 
uh, with Scott, uh, Paul, Andy, and McKay, and we were just yelling as loud as we could. It was unreal. X's and O's wise, you know, you guys are so entrenched in that. It, during the fifth set, are you still anticipating what's going to happen on each point? At any point, did you realize, oh my gosh, these are the these are the points that are going to either make or break this whole thing? Or are you still so dialed in? For us, and this comes from Al, we kind of talk about keeping the routine going. So absolutely, uh, me and Andy, we're talking about just next play mentality and giving the info to Josh and talking it through. And I know Al's doing the same. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It, it's it's interesting. You guys are so process focused, and you know I, I've got great video of Alan talking about you know doing genuine like life coaching after the match. You know, and what a nice time to be able to do that with the, with these kids with a you know NCAA championship trophy sitting on the floor in front of you. You guys have talked about that, and and I think you, Alan, I get the sense you've tried to impart that as like a life lesson of the importance of staying present and and using that as a way to sort of deal with adversity. Um, what does that mean? How does it change that speech to have, get to do that after a national championship? It's no longer hypothetical. Yeah. It's like if you do follow this kind of a process, you can get to wherever it is that you're trying to go. Yeah, I mean, I just it's, it's a wonderful life lesson that it's this isn't sport specific. This is life specific, and you're going to deal with adversity, and you're going to deal with setbacks and failures, and you're going to have to uh, decide which, which route you're going to take. Are you going to let it consume you, or are you going to use it to motivate you to do something special in life? And I want to see these guys um, do great things. We have in our hallway a, uh, a logo that says expect greatness. It doesn't say expect greatness in volleyball. It says expect greatness. We want to see them do wonderful things in the community, in their, their post-volleyball life, their Olympic life, their professional life in volleyball, whatever it might be. Um, and these are the lessons learned that you just have to, you have to work through it. It might not be the, sometimes the, the actual journey you, you want it to be, you know, but it's the journey that you that, – that, that's gonna. It's the journey that you're presently in, so you just have to make the, the best of it. You guys got one heck of a bus ride back from Westwood to Long Beach. Put us on the bus. What 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 is that like being with that group, knowing that you know there's a lot of people really wanting to congratulate you, but you get that what was it like 30, 40 minutes of just you guys together for maybe the last time. That yeah. group one last time. What 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 type of emotions were you going through as you guys pulled back into EJ Malloy's? Well, wow. uh, go ahead, Nick. I was cheering. I was clapping. <laughs> I was yelling, boom, baby. I was, I was letting it all out. Was, I mean, that's what we worked for. It was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it, it very much sounds like uh, on those bus rides, like that's probably the one part of sports that movies get right, like the over-testosterone on a bus of just pure enjoyment, yelling and screaming. The guys were having a great time. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And then when we got off the freeway, um, then there was a whole bunch of police and, and I was so, I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, are we getting pulled over? Like <laughs> I was a little clueless to be honest with you. And then when I kind of, when the dime dropped that, uh, Oh, okay, this is kind of cool. They're here to pick the bus up and take him into EJ Malloy's. Uh, it's just so typical of the Long Beach community. That's not going to happen at most universities, but it's going to happen here because of just this, this Long Beach community, um, it, they stand on their own as you got, you know, you guys talk about it even on your show about yet you, you, you guys report on Long Beach, true Long Beach. We're not, we're not LA and we're not Orange County. We are Long Beach. And that is so true in these moments and that the police coming out, the campus, the, the, the city, the police, everyone who took us over there and then the crowd and the, you know, confetti and you, you know, the whole thing, making it feel big time for the, you know, the NCAA does a lot of, of talking about, they wanted it's about the student athlete experience 
Um, you know, the best experience for the guys came from what the Long Beach people really did for them after the match. All the special things and and all the things that we've already seen happen in the last 48 hours of people reaching out, whether it be the mayor, city council, the president's office here on campus, and many, many different people throughout the community to try to even enhance this experience more for them. Uh, people have asked me many, many times, why why did you sign a five-year deal? Why do you stay at Long Beach State? And I keep saying it's the people. And in the last 48 hours, all those people that I talk about, well, that just validates why. A yeah. Lot, a lot of them were at Poly Pavilion, too. Yeah, absolutely. The mayor's <laughs> there, the president's there, everybody was there. It, it, it was cool, and I think it's exactly what you said. I mean, you guys have both obviously been around the city so long. Um, you know, Nick being, you know, born and raised and in a sports family, obviously, in Long Beach. You guys have sort of seen that stuff uh, in other places, and to be in the middle of it, I can only imagine, is, is just unbelievably special. What... Um, well, I, I was kind of laughing, at Alan, with you a little at EJ's, I think, because we had a, the 4th District City Councilman was literally just offering to take cell phone pictures for people with the NCAA trophy. He's just standing there, like, taking people's cell phones and, okay, you want a picture with the trophy? He's a public servant. <laughs> That's right. Um, what, 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 is, what is that like? You, you've talked about how special Long Beach is. Nick, um, you know, you've seen that from a number of different sides. Sure. Um, as a Wilson guy, as an LBCC guy, and a Long Beach State guy, you know, what does it mean to see – JJ always talk about there's sort of these all these different little pockets of the sports community in Long Beach. There's people who really care about Wilson water polo, sure. really care about Long Beach State basketball. What does it feel like to see all that stuff kind of come together for your team? Unbelievable. Um, I mean, everybody, everybody in this city, yeah, everybody's all in. Uh, a lot of love, a lot of respect. That's kind of our Long Beach culture, and I was very proud and very appreciative of the whole community. Yeah. It, w it was almost perfect to be playing a school like UCLA in a building like Poly Pavilion as the natural underdog, even though you guys were the number one team in the nation all year long. <laughs> it still felt like it's Long Beach versus everybody. That's it. And I never like everybody's yeah. chances. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that is actually – you do actually make a good point. Uh, looking on sort of the Long Beach State message boards, I mean, you saw people who probably had never, ever been to a men's volleyball match who were talking about crying watching the match because they're like, I just didn't know if I'd ever see it again. And specifically, these are guys who felt, you know, these are guys who hate John Wooden, you know? <laughs> yeah. these, are, these are guys who did not enjoy the uh, some of the UCLA success stories of the past because of their allegiance to Long Beach State, saying, wow, we got to watch Long Beach State shut up a UCLA crowd in Poly Pavilion to win a national championship. Uh, I've enjoyed that, you know? How many people have you heard from, like, just what has your phones been like for the last, you know, day and a half? I mean, have you even been able to turn them on? Well... Yeah, I, I'm not a huge social media guy to start with. A little bit here and there um, on Facebook with my – usually about my kids' sports. Um, but in reality, uh, I, I purposely stayed away from any of it during the uh, during the championship. Just that's my typical I – mean, you guys have talked to me enough to know that that's something I would probably do. Yeah. Just complete shutdown of that just to avoid the noise. And, and I know almost all of it would be overwhelmingly positive and great intent. But it's, like I tell our guys all the time, it, it's not that it's not important. It is, and it's very much appreciated. It just wasn't important at that time for me. And uh, But when I did turn it on, I did turn it on at the bus, ride home. I knew this is going to have to be like an all-day, like go through these messages, support. And I, I do have one recommendation, though, is that um, you should probably put your name on who's sending me the messages. <laughs> It, um, because I probably have 30% of the messages are just phone numbers. 
And if I'm you're not listening really to sure. this and you're trying to tell Coach, congratulations. <laughs> you haven't heard back. Sign your text message. Yeah. Or if you got a fairly generic thank you if back. If you got a THX back, you probably should have given him an idea of who was But texting. you know what was most impressive to me was the the, the, the Long Beach Nation, um, and that it, it covers so much, right? It's our students, our fans, everybody, our alumni, but from all over the world. You know, we, we're getting messages and, and how passionate they are about it. And it was one of the, the press at UCLA that had said to me, I was, I was so impressed with the sheer numbers of former players that were at this match. Um, he goes, I, I literally, I think I've ran into over 70 former players at this point. And uh, I think that's just a, a huge uh, byproduct of the culture that's, that, that makes up our program. And I'm so proud of the turnout. Because, you know, the 91 team got so much play. And, you know, that's great. Don't get me wrong. And they're unbelievably deserving and great guys. And I loved their message. Wasn't it kind of like the Dolphins of the undefeated season? See, where they get together and hope someone doesn't go I undefeated? Hate yeah, I hate that. Yes. What I like <laughs> is that these guys were there hoping that they someone joined the club. They did not want to be the only team. Um, and that was great. But in between those teams, and even many, many years before the 91 team, there's been great teams that have played for national championships and had wonderful seasons and been to 10 Final Fours, and those guys were there without any envy or jealousy, but just pure, uh, this team's, we want this team to, to do it. So you've, you've won one as a coach, you've won one as a player, not many can say that. Yeah. I when believe that, you're the fourth, that's cra- That's uh, that, that was actually surprising in, to me. any sport, given really, what, you, you could go to multiple sports. But given, and given, how, given how tight-knit the men's volleyball community is, I was surprised by that, you know, yeah. that it, and to have done it at the same school is obviously even uh, rarer than that. So is those emotions similar? Did, did you feel very different when those last points went down? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think you – I have a better sense of what it feels like on both sides, unfortunately. You know what I mean? I know what it feels like to lose those games in, in 04 when we – we lost a 1917 game in the fifth. I know how, how hard that is. And even last year and the year before semifinals. And then I know what it feels like to win it as a player. Um, but I think you're, as a player, you're so young and naive to how, how, how big the moment really is. And it, take, it takes time to digest it, that it's just pure emotion and joy. Uh, I think as a head coach, and when you've been doing it as long as I have, I think it's a little different in the sense of, you do understand the scope and you understand how each little moment matters. Like the moment of watching the guys celebrate um, the moments with my staff, the moments with TJ after the match, it was so pure. The moments with my wife right after the match, I think you're able to appreciate those moments more now, understanding the more opportunities you get to do it, you realize how hard it is to do it and how special it is to do it. You talked about how many former players were uh, were at the match. Uh, you had a half dozen of them, including yourself, on the bench as coaches. Um, the, the program is so insular, and it's so kind of unique in that way. I mean, across college sports, there's not many teams that would be good enough to win a national championship where the head coach also won a national championship at that school as a player, and all of the coaches also came through the program. Um, how much of a sense do you have now? I know you didn't want to talk about this during the year, but of this as kind of you know another golden age for, for this program, to have won all the awards you guys have won, to have a national championship, and to get to look forward to next year, or at least we're looking forward to next year already, <laughs> with, uh, with five All-Americans back, and, and, you know, and to bring the Final Four into the pyramid. How sort of conscious of that larger scope picture are you right now? Yeah, I, I wasn't real 
I wasn't in that mode very much the last couple of weeks and stuff, but I would say that I'm I'm very very aware of that um, as we plan. This is it's not by chance that obviously we we played in the last three final fours. It was you know it's it's nothing is guaranteed, but it was obviously part of our plan. It was part of how we recruited. It was part of the stat the way I put the staff together. There was obviously a reason that every single guy on my staff graduated from Long Beach State because. It's about the culture. It's about us. It's about the way we train. It's about the Long Beach Nation. And if we're going to, who better to teach these young guys the way to do it, the Long Beach State way to do it, and to do it with the, the character they do it with and the work ethic and the pride about our program and our community than guys that have literally walked in their shoes and done it. Um, I'm really proud of the fact that our players during matches and in training and uh, recruits that come out to talk to us, uh, when they sit down to talk to one of our coaches, it's never that, yeah, well, what do you, what do you really know about yeah. <laughs> playing volleyball? Right. Well, you can look at an anybody on our staff, sure. and whether it's a national champion coach or someone who's played in championship games or, you know, maybe even a gold medalist sitting there. He's probably done a few things. <laughs> um, there's never that doubt of, yeah, well, I understand in theory or, you know, where you've learned this in books that you, what you're telling me or you've learned this from other coaches that's not going on here. That is, they look in the eyes of the coach, and in that in that heat of the moment, there's no self-doubt of, yeah, well, what do you know? Because that, that's gone. And um, I know that as a player, when, uh, when, I was, when I was playing, I always wanted to look at my coach and believe you've actually been in this situation. You understand not what the, the, the charts say or the videos say. You understand the emotion pumping through my veins right now and tell me something that's helping me get through this moment. Don't tell me something that you read in a handbook. <laughs> you know, so. How much does Long Beach State men's volleyball change today? Two days after you raise the trophy, it, are you just answering phone calls of people who want to come play? I mean, is your recruiting landscape completely different 48 hours later? Uh, it, 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 yeah, it's different. And it's different in a good way. It's been building and building and building the last couple of years in a great way. Um, we've, got, we've received... Um, a lot of new messages from some recruits and some players that are interested in being here. And we recruited some, re um, some replies to some emails that may have been out there for a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's no doubt. But the good thing is for us is that this, this isn't a Cinderella story team. This is a team that came out and has been ranked number one in the country since January and put together uh, I mean, arguably one of the greatest seasons in NCAA men's volleyball history. I obviously, we didn't end up with that undefeated one, which was never a big deal for us. But now that it's all said and done, there's only one loss on our record and winning the, the, the conference outright and winning the conference tournament and winning the, the national championship with only one blemish on our record, which I think that I'll, I'll gladly leave on there because it was a nice shot in the arm for us down the, in the postseason. Um, I don't know where it all ranks when it, all the dust settles, but it, it's going to be a, one of the best seasons in NCAA well, history. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a couple of stats at you. I believe you guys are the eighth or the ninth team in NCAA history to only have one loss. Uh, you have the you had the best team hitting percentage of the way that things are currently scored, and I think if you were to force everyone in history to play under the current format, I think you guys <laughs> would certainly be up there. Uh, yeah. To have had a setter of the year, national player of the year, outside hitter of the year, opposite of the year an all-american in your middle blocker uh you know it's really like there isn't anything else you guys could have won and i know that the one that really mattered to you was the one that you guys won saturday night yeah. so congratulations from us to you 
We're super excited. We're already fired up for next year. Uh, Nick was joking with me. He said, you guys weren't planning on coming into work today, and here you are. That's because right. <laughs> you guys are here. Yeah, well, you know, I know. And, hey, you know, as you're putting together the you know, the, the team for next year, uh, JJ and I both have some eligibility left. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I've been saving it. Know, yeah, volleyball reps, not super high, very steeped in the culture, though. I've been, uh, I've been med red for the last 15 years. Well, there's your question. When, when you get back when you get back to the Andy Fee show, you can ask him if he could extend and our roster size a few yeah. spots for next year <laughs> we could have a tryout thank you guys so much congratulations again okay thank guys you. thank you very much jj you said it you know during the interview that you've been covering long beach state we've been covering it professionally for 10 years but you've been covering it for another four years prior to that since you were a student here that was a moment that you didn't necessarily know was ever going to happen when you actually saw the ncaa championship raised and the students going nuts on the court uh I, what a joy that was to cover that match. What was your sort of number one takeaway? What was the thing when we, when you were sitting in the van on the on the long ride home? What, what were you thinking? About? It just didn't feel real. The, <laughs> the, how many times the word surreal is used in the sporting world? I think that's the first time I actually felt its presence. It was just surreal. That shot, I keep thinking of it. The, all the guys with their hands on the trophy, lifting it up at Poly Pavilion. I've, you can watch the video right now on the 562.org. It's got the NCAA championship scrolling in the background, and they're all grabbing it, and then somebody puts their one up there. That's 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 ESPN. That's one shining moment stuff, Mike. For sure. It, it was definitely insane. I would say it didn't – you know, it's interesting for you and I. Our We really sort of – the job really starts after a match is over. Yeah. So for me, you know, when those final points are going down – I was not really even getting to watch much of the celebration because I'm like, okay, I got to get a story up real quick. I got to, you know, social it out. You know, we're doing all this stuff that's just sort of like the work of it. Right. And so it wasn't for me until then we go to the press conference and, yeah, okay, same press. I got to get all this stuff down because I'm working on this story. Then I followed uh, Alan Knight back to the locker room and I watched him give a very similar speech uh, to a speech he's been giving all year long to the team, except it was, that was sort of the moment for me. It was a quiet moment. I looked down at the floor and realized that the NCAA championship trophy was sitting on the UCLA logo on the carpet as he was giving the speech. And I was like, it's a different speech now. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. It was a different night at EJ Malloy's as well. For sure. I, that was a blast. It was so cool being out there and seeing the people of Long Beach come out. I do hope, I mean, it sounds like we're going to get, if not a parade, I'm sure they're going to be at the city council. I'm sure this team's going to be honored can we start that right now ways can we start you, you want you want to go outside and start a parade is what I, you're yeah saying? We, kind of we can drive around for in a while a, and see if people start following in us, a way oh, look all you need <laughs> is the big red bus and an open street that's yeah. all that's all you need we'll make it we'll make it go from there for sure i'll, I'll get on my bike in front and wave traffic to either side of the bus <laughs> um no it, it, it was so cool i'm sure there's going to be a lot more commemorative stuff i'm happy we could get this podcast out so that people could kind of uh, get to hear a little bit more from the players and coaches about what the experience meant to, to them. Please do make sure and go check out the562.org. Uh, JJ mentioned some of the coverage we're, we're doing. We're also going to do a more in-depth game breakdown with a little bit more analysis on the actual play of the match. And I'm working on a very long behind-the-scenes video that's going to include locker room footage, the national championship banquet where Josh Tuaningo was named national player of the year and a lot of other really cool kind of behind the scenes stuff that you don't, uh, don't necessarily always get with, uh, with men's volleyball. We now know what a national champion looks like two days after winning a national championship. I didn't know Mike sleepy. I didn't know. We've never, yeah. we've never seen it, but yeah, they look a little sleepy. 
It's been a long season. They, they deserve to look a little sleepy, but there's also a little extra glint in their eye. For sure. That, that, only, that only comes with a win of that quality and a season of that quality from the best darn men's volleyball team in the whole nation. Pretty excited for 2019 already. I actually asked Alan to send me their fall schedule when they get it put together. <laughs> Speaking of behind-the-scenes stuff, they're literally meeting about next year's 2004 in this building, Walter Pyramid, right now. There's no rest for the weary, Mike. So we, what's on the to-do list? They said we need more seats. I actually think because Long Beach kind of embraces the university in a different way than UCLA is embracing Westwood, I actually think it, it will be more special in a, in a, to an extent. Because I think I'm well, sure you'll see. especially now. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you'll see on Second Street banners for it. Like UCLA, you go five feet off campus and you wouldn't have necessarily. Yeah, actually, even if you're on campus, That's you wouldn't true. necessarily have known it was happening. I'm sure that the city is kind of going to come to a pause. Uh, if you're planning on uh, taking a vacation in May of 2019, please leave May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th uh, blocked out for the national championships that will be coming to Long Beach State and the Walter Pyramid. And uh, I don't have, I don't know that, you know, between the fourth Avengers movie that's also coming out in May of 2019 <laughs> and the national championship, it's, it's really tough to not hit fast forward. Could this volleyball <laughs> season, and not just men's volleyball here at Long Beach State, but the entire volleyball world here in Long Beach, could this volleyball season get outdone? This volleyball season has been unbelievable. I have a feeling, given how great the crowds were on campus this year, I have a feeling next year will be something that we've never seen at Long Beach State before. I think it's going to be really incredible. They've had such a huge jump in attendance for 2018, and to have the national championship trophy in the building with so much of this year's championship team back, knowing that the it's going to end at, at <laughs> in the pyramid, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's going to be unbelievable special. Obviously, don't want to rush it. we got a lot of great stuff to cover between now and then, but uh, it's hard to not already get excited about January 19th. Yeah, Long Beach State should just win more national championships. This is a blast. <laughs> we should do this more often. Thank you to producer Roger for getting this all together on Monday. Thank you, obviously, to the national champs for stopping by. That's my favorite thing. Is after right, a championship game, you just, game, you just walk around and be like, what up, time. champ? Yeah, for How sure. How you doing, champ? <laughs> uh, I, I have a quote from uh, from Andy Fee. Andy, not able to join us uh, on the podcast, but he said uh, it was cool that they won a national championship. He was pleased with it. So He's pretty good at his job <laughs> after a year, Mike. Pretty good. Andy showed up at the exact right moment, to be sure. Thanks to him. Thanks again to Roger Kirk, everyone else at Long Beach State. JJ, thanks to you. Thanks to National Champions for giving us something fun to write about, and we will see you guys next week. I'm going to go take my picture with a trophy. <laughs>